Hello, everybody, and welcome into the That's Good podcast. I'm your host, James Finneral, here to preview the 2022 Open Championship. Before diving into this week's preview, we'll take a quick look back at last week's event, the Genesis Scottish Open, where Xander Shoffley took home the victory. And that is wins in back-to-back starts for Xander, really heating up right now. Started with a 72 in round one, then went 65-66 to take a two-shot lead into the final round. He hung on on Sunday with a 70. He even said it in his interview, he didn't have his best stuff that day, but still prevails and gets it done. And as I said before, I didn't think that this would necessarily be a floodgate scenario once Xander Shoffley won the Travelers, but maybe we're seeing it here. His resume is really starting to get bolstered. Seven PGA Tour wins now, two great wins back-to-back here with the Travelers Championship and the Scottish Open against tough fields. He won Olympic gold. He's always been a factor in the major championships, and maybe people will start to change their mind on their opinion on Xander Shoffley. Now he looks like a guy who is able to close the deal out, and he is the hottest player heading into this year's Open Championship, and that segues us right in here. The 150th Open Championship. Our defending champion is Colin Morikawa, who won last year at Royal St. George's which was his second major at the age of just 24. And obviously, he's on a fast track to be one of the greats in the history of golf. He is back in the field this week, kind of flying a little bit under the radar. The main storyline is that Tiger Woods is back. Did not appear at the U.S. Open at the Country Club, and that was all in preparation to get ready for this Open Championship. He loves the old course at St. Andrews, has a great history here, winning the Open Championship in 2000 and 2005, and he figures to be a factor this week and he did have some interesting comments on the whole live golf series as well which has become a big storyline he kind of said that these players have turned their back on what has allowed them to become superstars in the world of golf I thought that was very interesting especially coming from a voice like Tiger who is probably the biggest voice in the world of golf so it was kind of nice to see him take a stance and see where his head is at with the whole thing And I don't have a specific Tiger bet in this show, but I'm definitely planning on maybe playing something on the side. So if you have any interest, please reach out to me personally. But I don't have anything on the show featuring Tiger in our best bets or picks. And then that transitions us right into our other storyline is that the live golf players will be in the field again in this Open Championship. Big names like Phil Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, and others set to tee it up here. And... It is just really tough to gauge how well these guys are playing based on their performances and finishes in these live events. So I honestly don't have any live players featured in my best bets or picks. But I will tell you, Louis Oosthuizen loves it here at the old course, won the Open Championship in 2010. So I definitely keep my eyes on him as someone who could perform well here. And we saw how well he did at the majors and specifically the Open Championship last year. And that will transition us right into our course preview. We are going to the old course at St. Andrews, a par 72, around 7,200 yards in Scotland. Probably, almost definitely, the most historic course in the world, considered the birthplace of golf, home of the Royal and Ancient Golf Club. And there are reasons why this is one of the most well-known, one of the most beloved golf courses in the world. You have those wide fairways with so many undulations. And you can find yourself in trouble at many different places around here. There's hardly any water in play, though. But you'll find yourself on those slopes, on those undulations. will give you some funky lies. You have those very deep bunkers that will definitely make you pay if you find yourself in them. They have actually named many of the bunkers, and a lot of them 
do not have the most pleasant of names, so they know that those bunkers will punish the players if they are in them. And then also you have that fescue. If you do go astray off the tee, that stuff is no fun to hit from. You have extremely large greens on this course. Many of them are double greens, and I believe there's only four individual greens at the old course. Ton of slope on the greens, and that is going to be a big storyline this week. How are players going to be able to two-putt on these humongous double greens? There are some drivable par fours here, but you have to take into account, is the risk worth the reward, especially given the conditions? Some players are going to want to hit it to a number where they can have a full swing into the green versus trying to hit it up as close as possible and then ending up in kind of a funky distance from the green. So that's something to really keep your eyes on this week as well. Looking at the metrics for guys that should do well here, driving accuracy, we've emphasized this on a ton of courses. You do not need to emphasize it here. This is below average by quite a bit. Distance over accuracy here because the fairways are so wide. Iron play, as always, is going to be key. Who is hitting these shots close into these greens, which will set them up nicely. But I do believe kind of an intangible is the strategic slash creative players should find success here at St. Andrews. You're going to see some shots this week that you will not see for the rest of the year. Taking way more club than you would expect for a certain distance when you're Flighting the ball down, taking into account the wind. So you're going to see some very interesting shots here, especially if the conditions are punitive. And then putting is still a huge factor. As I mentioned, there's a ton of slopes on these greens. Look for guys who can lag putt extremely well, guys who can avoid three putts. That's going to be the key this week. As I said, the greens are humongous as a lot of them are double greens. The guys who can hit it close, avoid those three putts, are the guys who will succeed this week. And also players who can deal with the tough conditions. This is a factor every year at the Open Championship. As you look at the list of champions here, they're all guys who can deal with the difficult conditions well. So look out for that. That transitions us right into our little weather report. We believe there's going to be consistent wind here. It should pick up throughout each day. There appears to be some rain likely on Thursday and Friday. And this can always change severely day to day. So keep your eye on that. And we will see if there's going to be a disparity between the tee times on Thursday and Friday because at many of the majors there has been an advantage to being early late has been the advantage, I would say, in many of the majors this season. Now we'll go right into our betting angle, starting with the favorites via the DraftKings Sportsbook. We have Rory McIlroy as the favorite 9-1, to Xander Shoffley coming off back-to-back wins 12-1, to Scotty Scheffler, 14 to 1. John Rahm, Jordan Spieth, and Justin Thomas at 16 to 1. Matt Fitzpatrick off his U.S. Open Championship, 18 to 1. Patrick Cantlay, 20 to 1. Ton of very, very solid players outside of 20 to 1, as always, in the major championships. Now, looking at our best bets from last week, we just had one play, and it was Xander Shoffley in the top 20. Took home the victory. Pretty safe to say that he was in the top 20 as well. So that was a very nice bet. Felt very comfortable in the middle of Saturday. I was like, this had to be a complete disaster for this bet to not hit. So Xander Shoffley cashing that ticket easily for us. Nice to have a 1-0 week on the show. And we'll see if we can carry it over because I have a stacked betting sheet for you guys this week. Starting out with our matchup, Scotty Scheffler, minus 136 over Patrick Cantlay. And I'm not going to be deterred by Scotty's missed cut last week. I picked him as my winner. Disappointing that he missed the cut, but I am not going to shy away because I expect him to come right back this week. He still gained strokes ball striking last week despite missing the cut. 
He just had a dreadful performance around and on the greens, which if you've tuned in to Scotty Scheffler this year, you know that he has played very well on and around the green. So I expect that to come back to normal this week. And if it does, he will be very dangerous. He's built for the big stage. I think St. Andrews is going to fit him like a glove because he has the well-rounded all-around game to succeed here. And also with Patrick Cantlay, I don't like fading Patrick Cantlay because I do think he has a nice all-around game too. But majors are the only place that I really do consider fading him because we haven't seen the highest level of consistent success from him at the major championships. So bottom line is, I think Scotty Scheffler is going to contend this week. And that's a little bit harder for me to see with Patrick Cantlay. So I will take Scheffler over Cantlay minus 136 as our matchup for the week. Now we have a top 10, top 20, top 40, and a nationality prop coming up for you right now. Starting up with our top 10, Xander Shoffley plus 150 in the top 10. We are going to up the ante from last week. He is scorching hot. Had to include him in the best bets or picks in some capacity. His ball striking has been completely off the charts. And Putter has definitely come around as well, especially in his two back-to-back victories. And his win at the Scottish Open bodes well for this week. It shows that he is dealing with the Lynx golf conditions very well. And as I said, Xander Shoffley is a machine at the major championships. He is consistently in the mix no matter what venue it's at. And I think he's going to eventually get one of these majors. And a lot of people are picking him this week. I didn't quite get there, but I wanted to play him in the top 10. Top 10s are always tough to make, especially in major championships. But I'm going to put my money on Xander Shoffley because he has the all-around game and he is scorching hot heading into this Open Championship. Xander Shoffley as my top 10 plus 150, which is a nice number. Now, looking at our top 20, I have Will Zalatoris plus 160. He missed the cut last week at the Scottish Open, but that does not deter me the same way as Scotty Scheffler. Will Zalatoris is a big game hunter. We featured him in the best bets before in two of our three prior major podcasts in the Masters and the PGA Championship. And guess what he did? He cashed both those tickets for us. Listen to these finishes at the first three majors. Tied for six at the Masters. Second at the PGA, which he lost in a playoff to a scorching hot Justin Thomas. And then tied for second at the U.S. Open. He said in a press conference, it's kind of funny that people are talking about how Will Zalator, how he can't get a major victory but he's only been out there for 20 months. So he thinks he's in a great position there, which I completely agree. So young, he's just put himself in a great spot in many of the major championships. We love his ball striking. He's plenty long off the tee to do well here at St. Andrews. But the big question is, can he avoid the three putts? The putting has been the Achilles heel. It has come around a little bit this season, but can he avoid those three putts on those massive sloping greens? I'm hoping he hits it close enough that that's not as much of a factor for him. So that's why I'm putting my money on him. Also, plus 160, a little bit over one and a half to one, is a very nice number for a guy who has done very well at the major championships. So we will bet that he will keep his major success going here. So Will Zalatoris in the top 20 at plus 160, quite frankly, I considered him as one of my winner picks as well. Now, I have Seamus Power in the top 40 at minus 110. He is casually playing some very, very solid golf. He seems to have dialed in his irons. And then listen to this at the majors this season. Tied for 27th at the Masters. Tied for 9th at the PGA Championship. Tied for 12th at the U.S. Open. So 
you might not be thinking about him, but he's had some very nice success at the majors this year on the biggest stage, which shows me that he is not afraid of the big stage. And that gives me some confidence heading into this week. And he has also proven that he can get hot with the putter. And if he plays how he's been playing, I think he has a very, very good chance to get inside that top 40. So we'll take that at the minus 110 number. Seamus Power in the top 40, minus 110. Last but not least in the best bet segment, we have a nationality prop, and it is Victor Hovland as the top Scandinavian at minus 110. If you guys don't think that I scan these sports books pretty thoroughly, that should be proven wrong as we are doing a top Scandinavian bet, and it is our guy Victor Hovland. He has to beat Alexander Bjork, Henrik Stenson, and Nikolai Hoygaard. We haven't seen great stuff from Victor Hovland at the majors, quite honestly. But last year at the Open Championship was tied for his best finish at a major where he finished tied for 12th. I don't know if this is where he's going to shine, but I like this play. You cannot deny the talent. He is clearly the best player out of this group of four, and getting this at almost an even number is pretty attractive here. I hope to see Victor Hovland up there, at least in the top 30, top 20. We will see how it goes, but I like him as the top Scandinavian this week at minus 110. Now, looking at our winner pick from last week, we had Scotty Scheffler. As I said, he missed the cut by a few shots, had a bad performance on and around the green. But we saw some other big names like Morikawa and Zalatoris missed the cut. Lynx Golf, pretty unpredictable. And as I said, put him in the matchup. You should still be looking out for him to come back this week. Now, my pick to win. This one's going to be pretty attractive for some of you listening there. Jordan Spieth, 16-1. to 1. And this would be a huge exclamation mark on his season that Jordan Spieth really is officially back. I think we all know that he's back. He's been playing very well. But this would be a statement to get it here in the Open Championship at St. Andrews. He has really kicked it into gear after his missed cut at the Masters. He's only had one cut since then, which was the Travelers. All of the other performances were top 40s. Five out of eight of those tournaments were top 20s. And then four top 10s included along with a W at the RBC Heritage. Spieth is coming off a tie for 10th at the Scottish Open, where he had a real chance on Sunday. It was really one hole that just derailed him. So Spieth, you always have to look out for him on Lynx courses slash the Open Championship. He won the Open Championship in 2017 at Royal Birkdale. He has no missed cuts in the Open in eight appearances, which is actually ridiculous given how difficult and unpredictable the courses are in the open rotation. He had a tied for fourth in 2015, and he finished second behind Colin Morikawa just last year, and Colin Morikawa was just dialed in last year. It was almost impossible to chase him down, but Spieth almost got that victory. And then you look at his creativity, as I mentioned in the metric segment. Creativity is going to be a key piece for whoever wins this tournament this week, and I personally think Jordan Spieth is the most creative player in golf. He can get himself out of any sort of trouble. You've seen that time after time, and we've seen that especially in these Lynx golf courses. And then also his short game, chipping, is phenomenal. And then if his putter rides hot, we've seen what he can do. And I'm hoping that happens this week as he is our winner pick. He is playing with John Rahm and Harold Varner the third on Thursday and Friday. So Jordan Spieth as a pick to win the Open Championship at 16-1. to now, looking at our dark horse from last week, we had Max Homa finish tied for 16th. Very good dark horse selection. We try to get it inside the top 40, but awesome to get it inside the top 20 as well. And he wasn't that far off the lead heading into Sunday as well. 
I was still shocked that he's in this range. It looks like heading into this week, the sports books have finally started to adjust their numbers, see how well Max Homa is playing. So that's why I didn't include him. But nice to get him comfortably inside the top 40. Now our dark horse for the Open Championship is Joaquin Neiman at 50-1. to 1. He's the OG dark horse from our very first podcast, The Farmers. He just jumped out at me out of the guys in this range. He is having such a good season, and I personally think he is a rising star in this game. A ball-striking wizard, which I feel especially good about this week. I think he's going to be able to put it close, put himself in a position to avoid those three putts, and I think he's going to have nice control over his ball in these tough conditions. Boosted my confidence even further that he finished tied for 16th at the Scottish Open last week. We don't have a ton of data on him on Lynx-style courses, but it was nice to see him have a good week last week, and he has consistently been in kind of the 20 to 50 range over his last eight majors so I think it's time to break through and why not here in the open at the old course at St. Andrews we've seen him do very well in tough tournaments this year he won the Genesis came tied for third in the Memorial so he's clearly not scared of the big stage and he has honestly shown flashes in some of the majors just kind of fell off a little bit so I think he could definitely push through this week and I felt he was the best choice in this range Joaquin Neiman as the dark horse this week, 50-1. to 1. And then, as I do with the major podcasts, I like to include a super long shot, which was anyone 100-1 to 1 or longer. And I'm taking Harold Varner III at a straight 100-1. to 1. He's a streaky player, but you cannot ignore the talent. Having a very nice year. Won the Saudi International, tied for sixth at the players, tied for third at the RBC Heritage. All of those are strong field events. He's playing very well on approach. Pretty consistent in other areas too, not gaining too much or losing too much in those other areas. But I like the way he's striking the golf ball. So I love him at this 100 to 1 number. He has a not so great history at the Open Championship, but I think his form and his skill set make him the best choice as our super long shot this week. Harold Varner III at 100 to 1. And that just about wraps up our preview of the Open Championship. I will be back next week with a preview of the 3M Open. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Feel free to give us a five-star rating share with your family and friends. Enjoy our last major of the season. And I'll catch you next time on the That's Good Podcast.